calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Previously on Transmissions from Colony One. Ever since we came back from the moon, finding survivors has been my priority. I'd love to search for my people too, but our priorities have shifted. We have a launch window to meet. A grid of magnets perfectly placed in this valley during the lighting sequence when the thrusters are burning full, an EM tether descends down from the supply batch, links, and reels the supplies in. The South Pole Thermonuclear Array. Over 1,100 4-megaton thermonuclear explosives buried in the ice in Planum Austral, ready for detonation as part of MECD's terraforming protocol. Before we eventually detonate the array, I propose we extract five, maybe six bombs. There is likely still intact genetic material in the bodies of those we've buried outside the colony. Orlando and Jennifer's bodies also likely retain some genetic material I can use. Medical capsule 216. Supply capsules 372 and 401. Tartarus Montes. We need the supplies, and we're going to bring back Jennifer and Orlando's remains and give them a proper burial. The hell is that? The main launch vehicle will be MECD-3's Maya rocket. Attached to this will be the Scorpion spacecraft, MECD-3's lander. The main body of the launch vehicle will be Space Station Hercules. They're bringing the space station to Mars? That's our supply craft. All the docking arms will be detached and secured to the side of the station. Master Rover 3 is packed and ready for Sam and Tim's EBA. Take care of yourselves, too. We'll be back in about a week. All right. Our first thermonuclear extraction. Comfy, Connor. You're going to be zip-tied in here for the better part of ten hours. <sighs> he sounds content. You ready? 3.1 kilometers down. 3.1 kilometers up. Head first. Commencing winch descent.
Supply transport ship, Pacific Ocean. Boring machines? Luke makes a convincing argument with his designs that will cut down on personnel. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Look, I'm looking at his schematics and renders on my tablet now. Just cutting it a bit close with supply requests? This ensures we have to bring all four ships back. I have Max locating all the materials he needs. Good one. By the time your ships get back to Long Beach, everything will be waiting for you there, ready to load up. Do we even have room for this added cargo? No, but as long as they're secured in Fedora's 3D printed webbing, then it doesn't matter. I'm watching the days to the launch window winding down more and more. Forgive me if I'm getting a little concerned about getting everything done on time. We're still on schedule, Jane. The only real delays that could arise are with the launch vehicle construction. Or your crew on Mars getting bogged down with another storm. Colony One's the least of our worries. They'll be ready for us. We're getting a call from Max now. Over and out. Never a moment's peace, Jane. Yeah. Beats what those sons of bitches are doing on the South Pole of Mars right now. I still have hope that you are alive. This broadcast has been programmed to play once every 30 minutes. If this attempt to reach you is successful, please contact us. Again, this is Commander Zhao Li. 
calling any and all survivors. Please. Over and out. Ah, Scott, I have a favor. What is it? I have this recording I made. It's, um... Can you program the comm system to repeat it every 30 minutes on all the loudspeakers in the base? Huh. It's... I don't know, Scott. As a just-in-case, I was thinking we could... On it, Commander. Oh, great! Um, I have instructions for how to load in the Colony 1 frequency here, and how to operate the system. I know I should put this matter to bed. It's been months looking for survivors. And I know now there's a better chance of finding people on Mars than Earth after a gamma ray burst. But it's not hurting anything, so... Thank you, Scott. Thermal nuclear extraction site, one. Plane on Mostral, five hours, 18 minutes into descent. I have visual. At least I hope this is it. Just a pile of loose snow. That icy Vincenzo thing's gotta go somewhere, Vasily. Must have broken up on its tumble down to the bottom. It's what I'm thinking. About three meters to go. Thank you. 
temporary housing unit. Six hours later. Thruster cut. 
We're in position, Omar. Hercules docking bay is straight ahead. All right, copy that, Danny. Make sure those coordinates are programmed to our thruster system. Coordinates programmed? We're good. For four seconds burn. Copy. Start the clock at five seconds. Engine burned in five, four, three, two, one. Mark. Four, three, two, one. Cut engines. Captain Shaw, all thrusters on. Thrusters engaged. Start the timer, Faye. Countdown begun. 90 hours, 8 minutes, until arrival at space station Hercules. ERV-1, elevator orbit station, come in. Orbit station, Leslie and I see your engine burning positioning. Beautiful work. Be sure to update Jarvis Island and HQ on our status. All right, we're going to read up on our mission dossiers and procedures for a few hours before turning in. ERV-1, over. Copy, over and out. Ready for that treatment now, Fedor. Da, let's have it. Holland, bring up procedure 005A3. On it. All right, we're away, guys. A little over 19 hours until we dock with the space station and bring it over to dock with the orbit station. Allow yourselves five hours of rest and use the rest of that time to study up. One year today. One year since MCD-1 launched from low Earth orbit. Now look what we are doing. Planet will be a girl. <laughs> well, 
goddamned. Planum, Austral, South Pole Thermonuclear Array, Side 2, 83 degrees, 5 minutes, 10.37 minutes south latitude, 145 degrees, 35 minutes, 37.75 west longitude. Thank you for the update, Gaia. It's tremendous. We're going to finish loading Thermonuke 2, then we'll set up our THU. Vasily, over and out. Ain't that something? The first child on Mars. Uh, I can't believe it's in such good health. I, I suppose we'd underestimated the shielding strength of Colony One. I wonder what they'll name her. Mm. Always like the name Oksana. I like Iris. Mm, that's good. My mother's name was Mila. She passed away when I was four. Not many lasting memories of her. Therefore, no prejudices. <laughs> it's a pretty name. Eat in the middle. I'll take your end. Repeat the process from the first nuke. You don't want me to take the back? Eat in the middle. Exactly like the first one. <sighs> you have to consider her parents, though. Americans with the capital A. <laughs> yeah, you've got that right. You two in position? <sighs> nah, fuck this. Connor. Connor, get back here. Connor! Or else what? What are you gonna do if I say fuck the both of you and stop helping? Then what? Is it all a deception? Did you 
about to come to Mars, Connor. Hey, hey! Silly stuff! What the fuck are you? No! You don't want to take part in this mission anymore? That's fine. Ah. This is the alternative you've chosen. Ah. <laughs> Silly! Get me out of here! Vasily! Vasily! 
Nicole. Lock him down to 300 meters and lock the cable in place. Oh, come on, man. I'd... Let him dangle there for the I'd... night. Look, I... He's earned it. Vasily! Copy that. Vasily, come back. Get me out of here. No, stop. Vasily! Nicole! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. ERV-1, lower orbit. Nine days to close approach launch window. We are reading successful intervisory check. Confirm you have the same. Orbit station, ERV-1, we read successful leak check 2. Oh, engage docking locks. Copy, engaging locks now. Standing by to open hatch. Roger, Danny. Locks engaged. Copy that, open hatch. Great work. We have now accomplished the easiest objective of this entire mission. Well, hoorah to that. Hatch is open. Confirm successful docking with Space Station Hercules. We have nine days until the arrival of the close approach launch window. And we need to get started with retraction and removal of all docking extensions. Methuno 17th, Colony 1, 7 days until close approach launch window. I think you'd be stupid to think there wouldn't be delays with so many moving parts to this operation. As long as we get them in transit to Mars by Cancer 10th, we're fine. They still have a week to work with. Even then, probably shouldn't risk it, though. No true rush with the magnetic guidance network. Though I'd like to have it tested and ready before we head up to orbit with NATO. You have my solemn vow that once we finish up with this last nip tomorrow, that I'm going to try to get back as soon as I can. Colony 1 to Master Rover 3. Signals open. Anything we can do to help them speed up with the launch vehicle? Likely not. Fedora's got double the amount of people working on the construction that we called for. All we can do is let them do their thing and hope it goes according to procedure. Master Rover 3 to Colony 1. Good morning, Kaya. Tim and I are going to eat some breakfast, then make our way around the southern slope in order to reach our supplies. Sounds good, Sam. Keep us updated. Over and out. Tim has been making good progress on the Ford, right? Oh, yeah. He's been creating magnets faster than we planned for. <laughs> Guess sitting around all day locked in your quarters gets boring. I can attest, it does. I'd love to have someone with that level of productivity these days. Though since he cooled off in the extraction pit the other day, he's been a bit better. 
Thanks for the landing sequence manuals, by the way. Makes for some good reading when Vasily's on descent. We're gonna need to simulate like crazy once we get up to the tarantula and get her back online. Anyway, gonna head outside and get harnessed up for Nuke 4 extraction. Take care, guys. Yeah. We still got a few hours until we get to the landing basin, so me and I are gonna enjoy the scenery in our own company for a bit. Please kill me. It's all coming together. Someone pinch me.
return or us man test. About as close as we're going to get. Let's get outside and take a look on how to get up to their resting place. Fucking hell. I fell off the rails 
whatever good I'd done before then. And that, the wrecked rover, Orlando and Jennifer, David and Helena, that is the legacy I've created. What Lisa would have thought of me, what I'd done. She would have fought against me. Someday there will be an accident. Maybe the sprinkler system activates when I'm in the magnet forge. Maybe there's a pressure breach in my suit during an EVA. I expect it, and frankly, I'm due. All the same, if I ever get the chance, I'd like to commit one good act before the end. Years from now, our descendants will look back on us the few remaining humans who used instinct and expertise to save themselves from extinction. And they'll know I tried to stand in your way. I'm the villain. But like I said, if there's a way I can actually contribute before that happens, that's all I want. knows. Maybe one day they'll look back and say, sure, the man was an absolute monster, but he did that one thing, and it helped. We're wasting daylight, and we've got a lot of work to do. <sighs> sure.
cargo and Sam has him in the airlock. Would have been better off had he followed through. Everyone on Earth knows what Tim and Connor have done here. They know the dangers these two pose to the mission. Oh, 
top of the tunnel with Nook 4. Yeah, I'm awake, facility. Oh, I hope he didn't wake you, Connor. I have been awake the whole time. I heard everything you said. Appreciate the kind words. You're very welcome. Connor, what's all that clicking and beeping I hear? What are you doing in the rover? <laughs> oh, stupid Vasily. I'm not in the rover. What? Not, not in the rover. What is he talking about? Connor. What's going on? I can't see. Vasily! Vasily! Connor? Step away from the nukes. Wait, wait, he's... What? Connor, you asked me two days ago, what did I come to Mars for? The same thing we all came here for. Connor, don't! Vasily, stop him! Connor, step away. You know what's just brilliant, Vasily? The last conversation of both of your lives is going to be about little old me. Connor. Connor, no! Goodbye. Connor! Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.